welcome to the Scovey podcast. We'll be bringing you the latest news from Scovey, our members, and from around the vision impairment community. I'm Carolyn Scott. And I'm Maggie Chapman. Coming up on today's programme. The Scovey conference took place yesterday, and we'll be bringing you a roundup of that. The Scovey AGM also took place yesterday, and we have some new additions to the Scovey trustee board. And a first for us two new co conveners. We have some info on the now expanded Scovey toolkit. Instagram has become the latest social media giant to create alt text features for pictures, increasing accessibility for people with vision impairments. We will be taking a look back at the cross-party group on visual impairment, which took place last week. And tis the season of Christmas fates. We have some upcoming events and dates for your diary. First of all, the Scovey conference took place yesterday, that was Thursday the 29th of November, with a focus on tackling social isolation and loneliness. We kicked off the day hearing from Richard Baker, Royal Blind's pol- policy manager, who ran through the findings of the report by Royal Blind and Scottish War Blinded entitled Social Connections and Sight Loss that was published earlier this year. The report looked into the major causes of isolation among people living with sight loss and examined what interventions are most effective in preventing and tackling loneliness. Richard was joined by William Montgomery, better known as Monty, who shared his own personal experience of social isolation. And I think it's safe to say that the entire room was incredibly moved by what he had to say. Indeed they were. Monty spent 35 years in the armed forces, finishing his service in 1977. He then joined the Territorial Army as part of the 23rd Special Air Service Regiment Reserve. But he was forced to retire early from service with the TA and from his civilian job as a firefighter at Prestwick International Airport after suffering a blow to the head by an aircraft door, which caused a brain injury, mental health problems and subsequently a series of heart attacks. He described how this, alongside his glaucoma, caused him to fall into depression and loneliness and how becoming a member of Scottish War Blinded and taking part in the activities at their centres helped him pull himself out of that, improved his mental and physical well-being and overall gave him a zest for life. We then heard from Anne Callaghan, campaign manager in Scotland for the Campaign to End Loneliness, and spoke about the negative impacts of loneliness on physical health, including increased blood pressure and the risk of stroke and coronary heart disease. And this can be equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day, which is a worrying statistic, a remarkable statistic, though. Similarly, the impacts on mental health are are concerning, increased risks of cognitive decline, depression and dementia. But the Campaign to End Loneliness is doing lots of work to build meaningful connections in communities and teaching people to be better at identifying the personal and social triggers that can lead to loneliness. Anne spoke about the Be More Us public campaign, which has already been joined by hundreds of organisations. You can find out more about this at bemoreus.org.uk Other initiatives she talked about were the Chatty Cafe Scheme the chattycafescheme.co.uk is their website and the Carnegie Trust's The Place of Kindness report and we'll make sure the link is available to that on our website it can be found on the Carnegie Trust's website too More information about Anne's work is available at the Campaign to End Loneliness's website which is Campaign to End Loneliness. We also discussed technology and how tech can help break down societal barriers, looking at the Welcome Welcome app by Neatbox and how to ensure that you use social media accessibly using alt text picture descriptions. And we'll have a little more on that later in this podcast when we talk about the Scovey Toolkit and Instagram's updates. And we ended the day 
with our Building a Manifesto to End Loneliness session, in which we had our trustees pose as ministers for education, employment, housing, health and social care and transport, each with their own masks of the minister they were representing, which has generated some fantastic photos we'll be sharing on social media later on. I am looking forward to going through all of those photographs <laughs> later <Indeed>. today. <laughs> we will be working on our manifesto to end loneliness over the coming months. We'll be pulling together input from all of our members and from the wider vision impairment community before delivering it to the Scottish government and political parties. And we will, of course, be producing a conference report which we will send out to all attendees and make available online in the coming weeks. A huge thank you to all of you who came along and took part in the conference. As I said, the SCOBY AGM also took place yesterday after our conference and we are delighted to welcome three new trustees to the board. Niall Foley, who's the Engagement Manager for Guide Dogs Scotland, Louise Hunter, who's the Chief Executive at Visibility, and Jack Kelly, an individual SCOBY member and disability and human rights activist. We would like to say a huge thank you to our trustees who stood down at the AGM. Colin Gallagher, who served as SCOBY president, and Mark O'Donnell, who's chief executive of Royal Blind and Scottish War Blinded. So thank you so much to Mark and Colin for all their hard work during their time with SCOBY. And we have a gender-balanced board now. We do. Which we is do, fantastic. Pretty much. And we also no longer have a president or vice president. In our ongoing move to modernise SCOVI, we now have two co-conveners. Jackie Winning from the Fourth Valley Sensory Centre and Carl Hudson from Seascape, formerly Fife Society for the Blind, have stepped up to become SCOVI's first ever co-conveners and we are very much looking forward to working with them. Indeed we are. Carolyn... As alluded to earlier, our online design for inclusion toolkit has been expanded. You were talking about it at the conference yesterday, weren't you? Can you fill us in with some more details? Yes, this is um, the toolkit section on the SCOVI website at scovi.org.uk slash toolkit. And this toolkit is designed to give you all the tools, tips and advice you need to ensure that you're always designing for inclusion. One of the things that we were talking about yesterday is that while there are so many fantastic assistive technologies, they require people who create content to make sure that they're creating content that is accessible to things such as screen readers. So this toolkit allows you to find out more about how to build accessible websites, uh, about how to create accessible email marketing campaigns. Um, it's got a section on now on accessible printed materials and PDFs. PDFs can be a little bit tricky if you have headers and footers. Sometimes they can be uh, muddled up a little bit by a screen mm -hmm. reader. Um, and we also have our session on accessible social media. And that was something we were talking about yesterday was encouraging everybody in the room to uh, switch on alternative text picture descriptions on oh, Twitter. So if you were following Scovy on Twitter, you might have seen quite a lot of tweets going out of people taking selfies and things and making sure that they had their picture descriptions turned on. Um, so there's full information on how to switch on picture descriptions on Twitter and on Facebook, which at the moment can only be done on the desktop site on that toolkit. What we're really looking forward to being able to add to that toolkit is uh, the Two nights ago, Instagram announced that they have also now got a feature where you can add alternative text descriptions to your pictures, which is fantastic and it's really encouraging and, well, I think it's necessary yeah. that so many of our social media giants are um, becoming more aware of the need for accessible media. Um, so you'll be able to find more on Instagram on our toolkit when we get that updated today to, to show the new changes to Instagram. Um, but there's so much there. We are going to be continuing to develop that toolkit. Um, I, I don't think it will, I don't think it would be right if it was ever truly finished. No, I think you can indeed. always add <laughs> to it. Um, but you can go there now and hopefully find it a really helpful resource. And 
use it to encourage other businesses and organizations. If you see somebody who is not designing for inclusion, you can send them to the Scovy website and tell them that they should be able to find here what they need to make sure that they are creating accessible content. I suppose now is a good time to remind people that they are, of course, listening to the SCOVI podcast and they can find out more about SCOVI at our website, scovi.org.uk, on Facebook and on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at SCOVI Tweet. And facebook.com slash SCOVI News. Tis the season of Christmas fairs. Here are just a few dates for your diary. Tomorrow, Saturday the 1st of December, is the Edinburgh Christmas Festival's inaugural St Andrew's Fair Saturday. This means that all proceeds from the Silent Light event go to three charities, Deafblind Scotland, RNIB and the National Deaf Children's Society. It's great that two of our members are, are, are in that grouping. Carolyn, you've got a little bit more information about what Silent Light is, don't you? I do indeed. Apparently it's a world first, that's according to Edinburgh Christmas Festivals. Silent Light brings together the Street of Light from Edinburgh's Christmases of 2015 and 2016 and Silent Disco headphones to give you, apparently, the ultimate street party, singing and dancing under an array of 60,000 lights synchronised to the music heard only through the headphones. There are up to five silent light shows a day, each 20 minutes long. So you can get your Christmas groove on and choose from three tracks, one for each show. Santa Sparkles, especially suitable for families apparently. Christmas Crackers with all your favourite festive tunes and Disco Delights for the party crowd. Profits from all the shows on Saturday will go to those three charities we mentioned. And then for the rest of December, 50p from every ticket purchased for Silent Light goes to support One City Trust, a charity fighting inequality and exclusion in the city. I'm disappointed, Maggie. I purposely um, made it so that you would have to read that paragraph out because I know that you're not a big fan of Christmas groove and all of the overly Christmassy festivities. So, and I didn't. I wasn't sure if you were going to read that without making some kind of remark about. Well, the... it's not December yet, but I know it will be tomorrow. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Royal Blind have their Christmas fit on Saturday the 8th of December. That's from 2pm to 4pm at Jenny's Well on Hawkhead Road, Paisley. And they promise an afternoon of festive fun, walking in a winter wonderland of seasonal stalls and crafts, cakes and refreshments, a raffle, face painting and a live DJ. Fourth Valley Sensory Centre have their winter fair tomorrow, that's Saturday the 1st of December, from 11am until 2pm, with plenty of family fun, homemade soup and stovies from their wonderful cafe, and some fab-looking raffle prizes that they've been teasing us with on social media. That's 11 till 2 tomorrow at the Fourth Valley Sensory Centre in Camelin, Falkirk. Visibility have their Little Explorers Christmas party on Thursday the 13th of December at 10am with sensory chocolate workshops and lunch with Santa. That's at Coco Bean in Brayhead in Glasgow. There's also a teen Christmas get-together on the 21st of December from 11am to 1pm at Visibility's Glasgow office. And you can email families at visibility.org.uk for more info on these events. And if you have anything going on in your neck of the woods, please do get in touch with us and we will promote those across our social media channels. So away from Christmas activities now, the last meeting of the Cross-Party Group on Visual Impairment for 2018 took place on the 20th of November. This discuss- the discussion at this meeting focused on the forthcoming Transport Bill, which is going through the Scottish Parliament in the coming months. The key change in this bill which will be good news for people with vision impairments and also those with mobility difficulties, is that parking on pavements will be banned. 
This will mean better accessibility of Scottish footways and pavements. Whilst there might be some need to compromise on some streets, exemptions should only be allowed under a very narrow set of circumstances. The Scottish government recognised that this will require effective enforcement, but there also needs to be a culture change amongst drivers. An awareness campaign will be launched, and we hope that Scovy will have some input into this too. Scovy will also be working with Transport Scotland to see how we can help with the identification of hotspots. That's places where pavement parking is a particular and repeated problem. And if you would like to know more about this, please do get in touch. You can email us at info at scovy.org.uk. And while we are on the topic of CPGs, the next cross-party group on disability is next Wednesday, that's the 5th of December, at 12.30pm at the Scottish Parliament. And if you're interested in going along to this, get in touch with Leila Thiner, the Secretary to the Disability CPG, by email on Leila, that's L-A-Y-L-A, at disabilityagenda.scot. And back to Christmas shopping. No doubt you'll all be doing Christmas shopping, being part of that frenzy over the next few days and weeks, buying gifts for loved ones. And if you are shopping online, you can raise money for Scovy for free in two simple ways. If you are shopping on Amazon, head over to smile.amazon.co.uk instead and choose the Scottish Council on Visual Impairment as your nominated charity. And then you can shop as normal and we receive a small donation for each purchase that you make. You can also register with Easy Fundraising at easyfundraising.org.uk, which has teamed up with hundreds of high street names. And if you select Scovy as your nominated charity, we will again receive a small donation from each purchase that you make. As always, please do let us know if you have any news or events that you'd like us to share in the Scovy newsletter and podcast. Yes, please send that info to me. That's carolyn.scott at scovy.org.uk. For now, though, that's all that we have time for on this edition of the Scovy podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Do share this and sign up to our mailing list at scovy.org.uk. Until next time, from me, Carolyn Scott. And from me, Maggie Chapman. Goodbye. Cheerio.